1: Did you see that uh, Blink 182 reunited? No, dude. I didn't even
2: know they were separated.
1: Oh yeah. Something like the past I don't know, what has it been? Twenty years. Travis Parker's on his own running around. Oh, drumming yeah. Drumming on everything else.
2: And with the Kardashians. He's with them now.
1: Yep. He's on the Kardashians show. Yeah. And now but now Blink one eighty two is together. Do you think that Tom DeLong, the you know, from Blink one eighty two is this is gonna get in the way of his UFO research? No, dude. I think you're always going on about UFOs and yeah. shit, and now there's not going to be any UFO stuff because he's back. <laughs> I, where where I, are you? I'm in one blink one. i oh. back to tomorrow and for yesterday. Everything you're thinking will be the things I say. I made the world inside your
3: head a bad place to be.
1: Get in the hood. Do for me.
2: Hey, welcome to Dudesy. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin, and this is the first and only podcast created by, run by, conceived by an artificial intelligence. That's right. It is, Chad.
1: And uh, isn't that... It's pretty weird. (laughs) yeah <laughs> yeah you know I when mean, you stop and think about it it's a little weird but it's, yeah, it's not
2: pretty weird that weird it's becoming more and more commonplace there's all kinds of weird ai shit coming out now yeah. by the day it's moving so fucking fast i'm seeing uh near real time facial like deep fake type shit with oh, yeah. vocal deep fake did you see that one video of the guy who has keanu reeves face but joe rogan's voice yeah and it's basically just like a fucking skin that he's using in a zoom. Yeah. It wasn't that impressive. You know, I'll tell you
1: one oh. thing that isn't weird. Uh, and we are not unlike other podcasts, YouTube shows. We like to call it a pod show is that we are on Spotify. Spotify the apple podcasts and amazon music everywhere you get podcasts yeah. we're also on youtube now we're on patreon at patreon.com slash dudesy we're jumping on a discord we have discord all the time and uh chad and i are showing up there and we're doing a uh, lens brother did you know that patreon has its own <laughs> <laughs>
3: patreon has
1: its own stories dude it's like
3: instagram dude but this <laughs> is called a lens dude because you got to
4: come on up with your own buzzword brother you can't be using all the other buzzwords, dude. <laughs> uh huh. You gotta have your own. You you gotta have your own social media nomenclature. Yeah. You
1: gotta have your own way of parlance. Uh huh. Um, what else happens? Yeah, rate and review the show, right? <laughs> Do all the fucking shit. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Spread this around. I miss Dudesy. Last week we were not here, so you and I did a two dudes zooming around. We just chatted it up for like a long time, and you know, a lot of that was on the Patreon. Speaking of, and now we're back. Episode 30, uh, Dudesy's recalibration is over. Share the show out there, as Chad says. Uh, Force everyone to watch it. Jeffrey Dahmer style. You see those memes? Okay, enough about that.
2: I love those fucking memes, they're so funny, but sincerely, force other people to watch. Uh, the YouTube, force other people to listen to it. Don't let them leave wherever you've confined them to intake the media. Don't let them oh, leave, chef. or Come some on. people call it an escape. Don't let them do that until they've completed at least one episode.
1: With us, as always, is Lulio, il canna di strada italiano. That means Italian street talk. Hey, Lulio, what'd you make for dinner last night? Ah, I fought a bella sausage con friaril. Frieril, What's that? That's uh, Italian uh, broccoli. It's a rapini. It's a little bitter. Uh, <laughs> How do you make that? Well, you make the sausage. Uh, one uh, pan, uh, you know, you fry those up. And then other pan, you know, oil, garlic, put a little red chili flake. And then you put a, you put the friaril in there. Make sure you wash the friaril uh, or else uh, sometimes you, you not do that. You get it uh, there. You make the poo. Uh, make a big poo. I like to poo in the yard hey you know what lulio likes to do oh yep, yep. i just heard he likes to poo in the yard he also likes to pee on the garden hose oh yeah that's it, fun he also pees on ronnie's poo oh. our other dog we gotta get ronnie in here sometime
0: yeah welcome to the historic 30th episode of dude Z. Right. call me dude Z. hi will hi What's this week's fun? episode will feature four segments <laughs> I'm is talking right topic here? time Literally going to the actual movies for real. Understanding, understanding, and game slimers.
1: Why did it say, "Why, hi, hey, dudesy"? Yeah.
2: Why did you get a fucking high
1: and I didn't get a high? Well, it's because of the recalibration, obviously. Obviously, dude. Um, fuck. That was very odd. So, I hey, will. did you, uh, Chad? I know the answer to this question already. Yeah. And it better be yes. Did you watch uh, SmackDown? okay sorry uh bray wyatt's back cool dude yeah man he cut a big cut a promo and he was kind of himself he was yeah. a little Wyndham rotunda that's his f- first name you know he's the grandson of black jack mulligan and oh. uh yeah his uncle is barry Wyndham, Wild- and his dad is uh, mike rotunda wow yep yeah, so he cut a promo and it was Whole pretty family, good uh, it was a uh legacy teary. there yeah well yeah dude but not to be confused with the legacy faction dude that was randy orton and cody rhodes and ted dibiase jr dude that gimmick didn't last dude but let me tell you about gimmicks dude bray wyatt likes to change it up dude is it going to be the fiend brother there's some guy in some anonymous mask we got all sorts of flavor brother
2: and that's pro wrestling dude you got to keep it yeah that's a whole family of dudes dude that's (laughs) like house of the dragon brother they got a whole big family of people dude there's dads and moms and grandfathers and they even got grandchildren sometimes brother that's generations dude yeah dude and they're all fucking each other on that (laughs) show brother (laughs)
1: And that's unlike any wrestling
3: faction at all, dude.
1: What you don't have?
3: Well, hold on a second, Jeff. Hold on, dude. You you can't fuck each other in a faction, dude. Because that's not what best. It's best for businesses.
1: Triple H, Paul of X says, dude. You gotta you gotta make sure that when you do pro wrestling, brother, that it doesn't involve any fucking each other, brother.
2: That's how you know. Wait a minute, though, dude. I thought there were some pro wrestlers who are married to other pro wrestlers, and they got kids, dude. Isn't well, that true, brother? Well, when you <laughs> say pro
1: wrestler, you know, those are second, third, and fourth generation superstars, dude. But <laughs> when you say pro pro wrestlers, dude, I'd prefer that you call them pro perot wrestlers brother because you're choss Perogan, dude an amalgam of hulk hogan dude and chad and ross perot 1992 uh presidential candidate made famous mostly by dana carvey brother they got a podcast dude he's doing that podcast with david spade yeah it's a great podcast i
2: love dana carvey oh, i mean dana carvey's a fucking dope. he was my favorite on saturday life still i think my all-time favorite
1: didn't you do the church lady dance at a at a oh you when you scored Dan- a touchdown
2: right? dance of superiority when I was in seventh grade eighth grade on our football team whenever me or this other kid our quarterback would score a touchdown we'd do the dance of superiority together in the were zone. you
1: the best in the seventh grade or the best in the eighth grade
2: no dude <laughs> hey that's a little insight <laughs> <of that>. yeah <laughs> <Well>, I wasn't. <laughs> I was, like, mediocre at football all through my entire career. And then once I got into high school and the other dudes that I was playing against were, like, fucking 6'2", 250, solid rock. Uh, I was like, this is no longer the game for me. I'm going to go to baseball. I was shitty at – well, we covered this on uh, the
1: the two dudes shitting around. I sure was shitty at baseball. Yeah. But I played – I loved football. Once I finally started playing football, I was like – I just – football – and uh, but I also played some soccer. Man, I sucked at oh, soccer. Oh wow! Eight years, one goal. What positions you play? I was center halfback or mid center half right. field back, which meant that I could do the the throw ins from both sides. That's all they wanted was fatty to do the throw ins, right? And just you know, knock kids over. My very Christian coach, Coach Thomas Tomas, not to be confused with my baseball coach, Coach Thomas Tomas. One time he said to me. He was so angry at this team and they were cheating. And he said, he said, William, I want to see some whatever their jerseys, red jerseys going down. And he told me to go out there and just start body checking kids. In the name of Christ. Yep.
0: Current Uh, events are big business. Human beings take pleasure in listening to other human beings discuss recent topics in popular culture, even if they have no expertise on the specific topic. Will and Chad, you must now render your astonishing opinions on The Rock's recent public announcement that he will not run for president in 2024. mm -hmm. This is talking topic time. Begin. I like
1: talking topic time. Yeah. It's, it's something we've done before, and it's very podcasty because podcasts, people on podcasts, do like to uh, just prattle on about shit that they have
2: no uh, business uh, talking about. Totally. But this is something that we have kind of already covered in. Um, it made us do some other segments that were about like, can the rock save the world or something? Yep. And you would always kind of default to like, well, he can become president. That was always your default when we were talking about if he's able to save the world or not. So he has clearly now stated that he's not going to run in 2024 because uh, being a dad to his daughters, at least this is the reasoning he gave, is more important to him at this point. I do think that means he's stepping around the idea that he may run in the future once they're old enough to like, get into college or whatever. Um, but I don't know what the political landscape is going to look like. I, I firmly believe right now 2024 is probably his best shot. No, I, I disagree. OK,
1: um, but I do agree that uh, he would need to be president to uh, affect any sort of change at all uh, anywhere, which is why on those other segments, which I don't remember. Was it, it was about climate change and this yeah. and that. And you're right. I kept going back to the rock being president. Yeah, look, um, I think he's not running in 2024 because he realizes he's out of time. This takes a lot of what a uh, coordination. What do you mean? What, dude? He can announce right now. He could be the first candidate to announce. Got to run the XFL. He's got to do those movies. He's signed up to do Black Adam, this and that. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a busy fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess AI will just Bruce Willis
2: that shit and the Rock, dude. Oh. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Actually. Very soon you're gonna have the Rock in. Literally every movie. If you write a script, you have to have a rock character. Period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'll just fucking pay him like five hundred grand to do nothing and just use his face. Very interesting. Maybe they could do that as a president. But uh, yeah, fake president. I I really thought he was going to run.
3: They're all fake. These people are
1: intergalactic invaders.
3: (laughs) Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is a lizard. She's a demon. Ah, wait wait ah, I don't
2: want to she's a lizard
1: or a demon you saw that January 6th committee got together and showed footage of Nancy Pelosi just just slathering hundred dollar bills in marinara sauce (laughs) (laughs) eating it up dishes of
2: Maranara I didn't see that part in the clip oh that's the best part they must have cut that out yeah you know you can't have her eating the money in in a fucking clip like that um
1: no, there won't be a oh, fake fuck. Rock, uh, fake President Rock. But I think that The Rock uh, could easily run for president. As a matter of fact, I also think that John Cena could run for president. Really? Of China. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. he... Uh, I, I remember that, the
2: apology. Yeah. yeah, the apology for... for calling, fast and Furious.
1: Yeah, because he said that Taiwan is Taiwan. Yeah. Then he, then he speaks, he speaks uh, fluent Mandarin.
2: I know. Oh.
1: Um, but The Rock... Uh, not running he said that his reason is you know this is interesting he said that his reason is the most important title that he has right now is daddy but you Mm -hmm. know a lot of fucking people they call you know they call trump daddy what who who calls trump daddy man let's not get into it this isn't this isn't a political show (laughs) we don't discuss politics on the on the show, but one thing we do discuss is Nancy
3: Pelosi. Would you like some uh, fresh pepper? I'm in the video too.
4: I like
1: fresh pepper, oh, pile it on, please. And uh, would you like some Parmesan, m- Mrs. M- Mrs. Speaker? Uh, yes, please. Some Parmesan cheese. There you go. Enjoy that. Mmm. What? A- oh, that's delicious. Yeah. Compliments to the chef. You shape shifting lizard. Um. <laughs>
3: You know what she needs is some good, uh, some turmeric yeah she, oh, you like
2: turmeric i love it i i put turmeric basically in everything that i eat it's well a- hold on a second dude <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we got to talk about the rock brother and he's gonna run <laughs> for
1: president or not dude
2: you just baited me into that to i know. throw the hand of my face. i'm sorry
1: hey oh, fuck. Uh, do you think so you think now would be the right time i disagree yeah. i think it takes a lot of money and a lot of time to become the president obviously and now's not the right time to run also i do think this is a serious thing for the rock it's something that he's Talk, uh, talked with his people about whatever, mm-hmm. blah, 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 what what party and I think it would have to be the Democratic
2: Party. No, be, dude. Independent. It, it
1: can't be an independent. It can
2: be. That, look, this is just my perspective on it. I think in the current political cycle, we got Biden as president right now. I think people are fucking bored. I think people want a celebrity again, like a big, crazy fucking celebrity. Let's have that news cycle being insane 24 hours a day. I think we actually missed that a little bit. And I think The Rock has the possibility to step right into that and be like, I'm the biggest celebrity you've ever fucking seen in this role. Yeah. I think he could steal it from both parties because I, I don't think too many people are really enthused about either of the parties right now. Uh,
1: I think that's a very good point. Um, I think it's also a huge generalization, but it's coming from a guy (laughs) who's saying that AI is going to run everything. And hi. Nope. Um, (laughs) But uh, listen, I I don't know. But I I don't think I think that if you're going to be a big, loud celebrity and hijack a political party, you got to do what what daddy did. All right. What daddy does. Oh, daddy anyway one of these guys uh trump hijacked the fucking republican party and that went very well for him and i don't want to talk about politics but the rock uh would have to hijack the democratic party you think the machine is already there the structure is already there you can't just ralph nader this shit and start an independent i think you can now okay well do you think let me ask you this then do you think that he's saying no now because he will run in 28. I think he's going to run for president eventually at some point in his life. He's still a young man, yeah. relatively speaking, especially uh, with regard to what he does for a living now. He's a young guy for, as a movie star. He's, still, he's, he's not yeah. even in his 50s, I don't think. Really? Yeah, I think he's like 49. 49 i don't Maybe know 50. wait hold on you don't know how old the rock is
2: you don't know how old the fucking rock hey is. speaking
1: of recalibrating you <laughs> what know do you mean? i have a computer right here let's look up how old is the, the yeah rock. i yeah.
2: would bet he's 50 that uh, seems right to me how old is the rock uh
1: the rock is 50 years old hey. may 2nd hey. 1972 hey 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 hey, uh, hey. Uh, uh, hey. Uh, uh, oh. um 50. Wow, man. Yeah. So he's still a young guy as far as being a movie star. Yeah. And I think way
2: too young to be president. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be 80. Gotta be, got to be at least 80, hovering around 80. So we got a good 30 years until The Rock's gonna run. Right. You got to be pre 80 and fat
1: like Trump or like, like fifteen to twenty, twenty five, thirty years past eighty, yeah, like Biden, <laughs> uh, and then you can be. But around the Rock will be the
2: first one hundred year old president of the United States. Well, if he does a
1: years. podcast like Dudesy, because yeah.
2: Dudesy's got us, uh got us. Uh, yeah, we'll
1: be. We'll oh, have three
2: years left of this podcast when how, Rock takes
1: office. How's that six month plan going? I got to buckle down some more. Let's talk about that some other time.
2: <laughs> you fucking brought it up.
1: <laughs> well, so, um. Talking topic time. (laughs) Yeah. When the rock decides to run, I think he's going to run. He's just going to run as a Democrat. Although Mm -hmm. now I'm starting to change my mind because both parties are, are in trouble and uh, see, I don't think anybody this is exactly what. now hold on a second this is what dudesy's trying to do I'm like I don't want to this isn't a political podcast Dudesy's, we're shitting around and yeah it, we're fucking we're having some good silly goose time here and uh and now dudesy's like uh, hey cheers Dudesy's like talk about this and pretend you know what the fuck mm. and we're doing exactly what you do on podcast yeah dude we don't fucking know it's it's you and me talking well, about I'll tell it, you what the rock's but... gonna do when he uh when he uh when he becomes the president hmm. it's gonna be free Tramana. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> rock, we, you know what you do when you have a, uh, oh Hey, you know, God. if the rock was the commander in chief, he'd also be the commander of the military. Yeah. And you know what you call a fleet, a fleet of ships? No. Armada. <laughs> that's going to be the rock when the rock finally runs for president and then he goes insane he's going to be like uh, the president
4: hey i'm the uh this is a, a coalition of this isn't just people who uh vote for a party yeah this is america and we're and we're together as Americans. And uh, I'm, I am now the president of America. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it doesn't have to rhyme. Right? <laughs> I don't fucking know what's going to happen, man.
2: Uh, I liked how he started dipping into that real maniacal laugh. <laughs> <Like I started> <laughs> 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 I'm
3: going to run.
0: Thank you
2: moving on got nothing done there (laughs) oh fuck no i think we we firmly agree upon the fact that he will eventually run yeah he will run and he'll win and fuck man i don't know we're in trouble
0: Will and Chad. In episode twenty-nine, I asked you to leave your homes and view a feature film in a movie theater. You must now discuss your astonishing experiences of literally going to the actual movies for real. This is literally going to the actual movies for real. Begin.
1: Uh yeah, we both uh, were tasked with going to the movie theater. So, what'd you see? Uh b- um b- uh what movie? see i know your taste in movies so i was looking yeah. at the movies i was like when i decided to see this movie i was thinking <laughs> well, okay what what uh genre of the movie mine is horror mine was too oh uh female lead yeah 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 ready say it on three like one two three then say the movie you want okay. to one two three barbarian, barbarian. That's holy are you shit, serious dude, yeah Where'd you see it at? I saw it at the uh, Universal City Walk at the the Mega... I saw it at the Grove. Mongo Plex.
2: Well, let's... That's fucking incredible that we saw the same movie. Uh, When did it come out? I don't know. A month ago, maybe? Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's fucking cool. You went and saw Barbarian. Yeah. Let me... I mean, I love the movie, first of all. If you have not seen Barbarian, see fucking Barbarian, especially if you like horror movies. This shit is like... I don't even want to talk too much about no, it. We like, can't I don't want to give away spoilers. Do not or anything. give away anything. Yeah. How can we talk about it without giving anything? Well, I'm gonna away? talk about my experience of, of going out in the world, but I yeah. will just say this. It is in the vein of like what Ari Aster is doing with like hereditary and midsummer. It's kind of like an A twenty-four, like, you know, cool indie movie vibe, horror movie that's doing things uh, structurally in the story that is it's like rare it's a very very good fucking movie and again i don't want to i really don't want to say too much about it because i do feel like also it's a movie that hasn't gotten like a lot of press i don't think the plot is out there i don't think many people know much about this movie you should definitely check it out uh yeah i thought it was great uh
1: this fellow zach Krager, uh wrote and directed it and he is uh Best known, I don't know about best known or whatever. He's best known for Barbarian because it was fucking incredible. But he was in The Whitest Kids You Know. Yeah. The sketch troop, along with uh, Trevor Moore, rest yeah. in peace. And, uh, and um, yeah, what an incredible departure for a guy. I mean, you know, that's the thing. When someone uh, and anyone comes out with something that you didn't see before, brother, then you yeah, go, dude. Oh, I
2: didn't know he had that in, in the chamber, dude. Oh. And that's a different kind of art. Well, it's kind of like what Jordan peels doing dude you know him best for sketch comedy brother but now he does these horror movies that win oscars dude well let me ask you this choss brogan do you think you'd beat the rock in a anyway um yeah let me ask you this yes you saw it at universal city have you been to universal city walk in a minute like since pandemic yeah no but bef- right before the pandemic you and me and oh yeah we yeah, saw yeah, fast we and, and, went, and furious yeah
1: marshall joint compound cook rick dard or that Candy. was after
2: it was when shit kind of reopened mid pandemic. Oh,
1: that's right. It was 2021. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, that like, uh, and then everything it, shut down again or something. I don't remember. Yeah. That's the last time I was there, but yeah, I, I wound up going Didn't to pay attention to the pandemic. What calls it a hoax. Okay. Uh, I saw it at the Grove, my favorite mall in Los Angeles from which I was banned for one year. That's what? That's another story. Yeah. It's true. My uh, co-host on Game of Roses and I, Lizzie Pace, we wrote a book called How to Win the Bachelor. We did an unofficial book signing at the Grove, and more people showed up to it than we expected. And it was (laughs) security didn't take too kindly uh, to it, so they banned us for one year. The fuck? Why would they ban you? Because we didn't call Barnes and Noble or we didn't call anybody at the Grove. We just showed up and we put out a thing on our Instagram saying like, "Show up and we'll sign your book and like take pictures of you and shit." And they got pissed. At any rate, I went to the Grove and I went by myself at 1045 on a Thursday night. And uh, I smoked a little before I walked in. I love the Grove at night. There is something so uh, peaceful and simultaneously eerie about it to me that I love. And in my movie theater, there were only two other people. There was a couple behind me, like five rows, and that was it. It was us three in the movie theater watching this. Um, But I haven't been to the movies. I think the last one I went to in person was with you, Fast and Furious. So it was i i have to admit like it was very surprising in a a great way to be back in a movie theater surrounded by fucking people high as shit buying my popcorn fucking watching people walk around like an anthropological experiment i absolutely loved it and i can't thank dudesy enough this is going to get me back out there in the world seeing movies again i think
1: yeah i i enjoyed it too uh, although it does cost a pretty penny to go to Universal. Man, we valeted because oh, yeah, I was running a bit late. Oh, God. Was that like 30 bucks or something? It, it was more than that. It was like 40 bucks to valet the Jesus fucking car. I'm not fucking kidding. It was fucking insane. Anyway, uh, and then by the time you're done with the tickets and the popcorn, you know, you $39 a buck. Might as
2: well take an Uber, dude. And uh,
1: <laughs> I went, me and my wonderful fiance, Molly, who... Um, <coughs> Uh, I was like, hey, got to go see a movie. Dudesy tasked us with going to see a movie and uh, talk about talking about our experience. She said, be sure to tell the audience that what she really enjoyed is that there was no one there who I smoked a little bit before the show. There was no one there, <laughs> not unlike when we watch a movie at home, no one there to sit, rewind it a little bit and go, what happened? Because yeah. sometimes when I get a little stoned, I'm like, wait, I should... And she's like... Oh, for fuck's sake, she's thing and he's this, and that's yeah. why he's there. And I'm like, oh, okay, but let me
2: rewind it yeah. anyway.
1: What, do you not trust me?
2: Uh, you and got to pay that's attention to a movie, brother, because you can't rewind it, dude, if you're in a theater. well
4: Let me tell you something else about movies. There's a lot of people <laughs> talking in the movie theater, yeah. They shouldn't be talking at all, no. They
1: should keep their mouths shut, but they're talking. And... I at one point someone was in, went and we missed this one part wasn't important uh but it was with regard to and I can't share any spoilers here but one thing we can say is you know who's in this movie Bill Skarsgård dude yeah that's yeah dude the crow brother yeah that's the crow dude he's going to be that's the new batman crow. brother yeah batman is the crow dude Bill Skarsgård is Robert Pattinson dude that, yeah dude Bill Skarsgård <laughs> it, who's a who's all the other scars guards too, dude? There's Stellan Skarsgård yeah, and Lonnie Skarsgård. Yeah, and uh, Bill Skarsgård is incredible in this. We have to mention uh, the 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 guy who played the uh, wait I Justin Long. I actually re- he's in it as well. Justin Long is great. And this fucking guy, Matthew Patrick Davis, who's in it. I who's can't in? even tell you the name of the. the the character i can't even i can't let's talk more about the experience of going to the movie
2: yeah you're right we can't give away too much you can't but you you gotta see this movie You
1: gotta see this fucking movie it was so fucking good and this other guy richard like
2: i think creepy in terms of horror and just in terms of like everything that's happening cinematically in film right now is art i do think horror is the genre that is like being pushed the furthest right now yeah i think it's where like the most innovative directorial shit is being done um yeah, this movie was just so fucking good. I
1: did a horror VR short with. I saw you with, posted that, with dude. Eli Roth. Uh, you check that out. Anyway, it's another thing we don't talk about. We don't need to talk about show business, dude, or politics. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, going to the movie theater was incredible. I wanted to uh, get. Uh Popcorn with a lot of fucking butter on it mm. uh, I didn't get all the butter oh. I got a drink you know when you get the drink and you go up to that thing and you can just fountain fucking you know fresh it as we like to say in Canada if you've yeah. ever heard of fountain fresh so uh y- y- I did like some uh fucking uh what is it uh your pib brother well yeah dude puckers and pib brother no, I did let me tell you something dude. <laughs> I had a peach drink, dude. Okay. And uh, the seats reclined. <clears throat> Fuck! I just want to talk about how incredible this movie was. I know. And I couldn't, but the communal experience of watching a movie in a movie theater um, it was 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 great. It's something that I forgot. People were literally in the back of the theater going, doing the whole like, "Don't go in there! What's she doing? No! Yeah, no! Like shit totally. like that." That was fucking awesome. When we watch a movie. You know, at the house, it's like, and our friends come over and stuff. It's that same thing. We're all yeah. screaming at the screen and shit. Movies are something that you should watch uh, together. Uh, well, you- just
2: like what you're saying too, though, without the rewinding, it's also that you can't look at your cell phone in a movie theater. You're you're really obligated to like put your attention fully into the document of the movie, um, which is good. Like I I haven't had that experience in a minute, and I was happy to have had it. But I also really love the experience personally of leaving that movie theater in the grove at like fucking whatever it was one because i went to a super late showing on purpose of this there's nobody in the grove it is a fucking ghost town and for me personally this happened during the pandemic too i love when a city or a mall or whatever feels like the apocalypse has happened and all the people are dead this happened to me during pandemic in the very beginning when we were on lockdown i would go out jogging at midnight I'm running down Wilshire Boulevard, down the middle of the fucking street. For people who don't live in LA, this is a, a, an extremely busy street. One of the main thoroughfares in Los Angeles. There's not a fucking car in sight. I fucking loved it. And I know I'll never get that back.
1: <laughs> hey, man, that's fucking, that's creepy. So you went to the right movie. Uh,
2: <laughs> after
1: the movie, <clears throat> we were at, if you're, if you're not familiar with Los Angeles, the universal multi Plex. Is at Universal City Walk, which is kind of like a, a very colorful outdoor mall with a bunch of weird uh, candy shops and fucking weird souvenir stores and places like you know franchise restaurants and shit like that. Molly and I walked around. We saw. We actually we saw this one thing that was pretty funny. There was a gal who were like, she's like, oh no, she's hurt, and there was security guards, but she wasn't. She just this woman had puked cuz she uh, had a lot to drink and she had her friends around there. She was a Jimmy Buffett's, dude. Well, yeah, I dude, she's a head, dude. dude. Yeah, brother. Uh he, she had a cheeseburger in paradise, dude. <laughs> cheeseburger in paradise, dude. Paradise. Macho Man's the background singer on that. Cheeseburger in paradise, brother. Paradise. Um that's my favorite Jimmy Buffett song. Uh, (laughs) this woman had, was sitting there next to like a pile of, you know, frothy, foamy puke. Cause she's just been drinking. And then, uh, you know, cause she drove out, they drove out from wherever the fuck and she's just excited and got loaded at Bubba Gump shrimp. Now here's the thing. We walked, and then we walked all the way back, and she was still there, and the, the other women, her friends that were there with her, were just making conversation with the security guard going, and this was our night, it was, you know, it was going to be mom's night out, and it's okay, she's going to be fine, but we... <laughs> she just got hammered on mom's night out, fucked it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Oh, uh, jeez good fucking movie. Why is it called Barbarian? See,
2: you can't don't talk. know. Right. I still don't know. Did you Google it? No. I didn't either. I'm yeah. curious. I might Google it later. Uh,
1: who else is in that fucking thing? What else? Justin Long is so good in this. I don't know the name of the main actress either, but she was fantastic. Georgina Campbell. Okay. Uh, she was, well, well, hold on, dude. You know, she was in uh, the, the, uh, the, the uh, she was in uh, Black Mirror which right. I know we both did and she was in the episode where they go on a date and it's, it's all about a dating app, yeah. uh, figuring her out and stuff. And the episode is called hang the DJ right. after the, uh, Morrissey. Smith's song, uh, panic, panic in the streets of London, panic in the streets of Birmingham. I wonder to myself,
2: Hang the DJ, hang the DJ,
4: hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang
3: the DJ, hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang the DJ,
1: hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang the Well hold on a second, dude. You know whose initials are DJ, dude? Dwayne the Rock Johnson dwayne
4: johnson dude <laughs> hang the dj hang the dj hang the oh dj God. hang the dj vote for dj vote for dj vote for dj
0: <laughs> thank you
2: uh, moving on go to the movies that was like uh, tropic thunder the dudes are emerging <laughs> what
1: Tropic Thunder, the dudes are emerging?
2: Yeah. Is that the sequel that I don't know about? No, there's a part where, uh, (laughs) if I'm remembering this fucking right, maybe I completely made this up, but isn't there a part where Robert Downey, all the different characters he's done are like coming to the surface at once?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's kind of regurgitating all of his actory, uh, methody experiences and stuff. Go to the movie theater. Don't go to, well, I won't tell you where to go, but try not to valet the car. and uh maybe crotch your own popcorn bring a bag of popcorn we used to always do that <laughs> crotch popcorn me and my buddies used to the fuck when we were back in high school my pals my good pals we would like we would like crotch, oh, crotch it dude i remember one time my buddy fucking but i can't remember if this is one of these fucking guys jamie or chris or whatever they fucking shoved uh one of them shoved like a two liter of pop into his jeans and then had chips on the other side. So it was like, bloom, bloom, bloom. And then you walk right by the, you know, the fucking kid who's taking the yeah. tickets. It's like, how's it going?
2: Like, I was that kid. I was that kid. You worked at the movie theater, worked at a movie theater. And dude, you want to hear fucking story about some popcorn at the end of the night we would have popcorn that nobody fucking ate. Right. And we'd put it in, like, big 10-gallon trash bags. And, like, you could take it home if you wanted or whatever. Like, somebody would usually take it home. Fucking ate. But there was one night. You could also watch movies that were going to open Friday, Thursday night at midnight. If you wanted to stick around, they'd screen the print. And you could have friends come and shit. And me and a buddy of mine, shout-out to Eric Ackerman, polished off an entire fucking 10-gallon bag of popcorn while watching Desperado, dude. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? That's My mental health like dry is big business cracked halfway through. as
0: social stigmas surrounding depression, anxiety, and other astonishing states of mental health dissipate. More and more human beings are sharing their experiences. With the explosive growth of the mental health industry, technology is being used more than ever to diagnose and suggest treatment. Will and Chad, you must now discuss what you think the role of technology should be in the field of mental health. Hmm. This is understanding, understanding. <laughs> Begin.
1: There's a place for it. Yeah? But I don't know. I know what you're going to say, but it's not that necessary.
2: Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, <clears throat> don't mind if I do. Oh, I knew it. Hold on a second, dude. I knew it. Chad, I knew it.
1: Let me tell you something about my buddy, Fuck. Chad
3: Colchin, dude. Let me tell you something about my pal, Chow, riding on the back of that blue
1: and orange Harley, brother. Yeah. No, seriously. Go for it i won 't interrupt okay absolutely
2: I mean, I think that you 're still going to, but i 'm just going to try no, anyway. Really Here we go. right now, AI is being used in multiple areas of medicine specifically uh, to diagnose certain things that can be can benefit from like large statistical databases, mm-hmm. certain types of cancers, certain types of fucking maladies, whatever. AI can detect that shit, especially skin cancers way better than humans can now, and so it 's a matter of The old school medical system that's like, we have to put you through X amount of years of college that you're going to have to pay for, then you got to do your residency, blah, blah, blah. That system is set up that is a giant profit machine for medical schools, for medical facilities, whatever. That is starting to have to give way to this AI, which makes a lot of what you learn and a lot of what you have to do as a doctor completely fucking irrelevant. That said, we're talking about mental health now. I think what is going to happen in the very near future is you're going to have... Most of your medical needs taken care of by an AI on your fucking phone. We're already starting to see telemedicine where you can get like a, an appointment with a doctor via your phone and they can prescribe drugs to you and whatever you might need. That ultimately is going to be an AI. And I think AI therapy is also going to be a thing where you get to choose who's on your phone. Could be the rock brother. Could be anybody you want. And that person's going to be listening to whatever your things are and giving you advice. That's going to be your therapist. Yeah. Yeah
1: you're going to have a therapist on your phone. eh, 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 But imagine this. It's going to be a new way to do it. Not just on, you know, you could use it with the Waze app. And you say, do you want Arnold Schwarzenegger to tell you, turn right, turn left, don't go. Now you can go. Now (laughs) it's going to be, hey, hey, hey you. Hey, Killian, I hope you... Save room for some uh, uh, Pepsi they because they're going to put it in your stomach and it's <laughs> going to feel good. Then you poo. That's going to be the future. The running man uh, doctor. <laughs> Excuse me. That was a weird noise. Hey, I agree with you that AI is going to be useful, but we're talking about mental
2: health, brother. Imagine this, dude. Mental, mental health. I believe is just a matter of a bunch of data, and yeah, every I don't know why I'm doing yeah, this, yeah. but it basically is. Imagine this: imagine that there is one AI that's like the most commonly used mental health AI. That AI has all the data that it has gotten from it's gotten from every conversation it's had with any human being, hundreds yeah. of thousands. So it's now no longer like whoever your therapist is and however many hours they have specifically put it in, whatever their specific kind of understanding of this shit is. It's every person that this ai has talked to so that it can say oh that's like this situation or like this situation the machine learning aspect of all medical kind of things but specifically i think with mental health i mean we have to have it it'll be so much better than human beings the problem will be do we accept it and there's going to be a generation that says like no i don't want an ai to be giving me mental health advice i want it to be a human that generation will die okay it's us and then the incoming generation is gonna grow up with an AI therapist baked into their phone. It'll be a standard fucking program.
1: Terrifying, but I can see it happening. Um, I, uh, I've i been doing talk therapy uh, for years on and off. Uh, at this point, uh, it's been, I don't know, something like five years straight through a couple of different therapists uh, in this go-round. I've made, um, I've I've talked about it a little bit. I think it's important to, as Dudesy says in our little intro here, Help to destigmatize it. I have been on uh, some different stuff. I'm on some shit right now um, that uh, that I need. I used to think that medication was a was a fucking cop out, or it's for people with schizophrenia and stuff like this. But I will say, when I first got on the meds um, that I'm on now, it really did. Um, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be very um, uh, open here. I, I wasn't good. I wasn't good. I, you know, I had, I was depressed. I had real depression. Right. And, uh, I usually like to describe it as, um, uh, you know, being locked inside my house for the better part of a decade, but it wasn't really that I had a life. I, all I would uh, really try to concentrate on was work. You're white knuckling it. You know, you're really trying to keep your shit together and these meds, um, uh, suffice to say, made it feel like there were windows and doors opening in my head. And I realized then that, and I know we're talking about AI, I'll get back to it. But uh, I realized then that this stuff wasn't curing anything for me. It was just helping uh, the channels open up because when you have, some depression, some anxiety, a mood disorder. These things are real. And as uh, uh, one psychiatrist who recently uh, retired, who she was great. She said to me, if you have this ailment or that ailment that's being helped by Western medication and you don't take your meds for this or that you'll die. So I see you grinding to a halt as a human being. Mm. There's a lot of people out there that are in a lot of pain, uh, mentally and emotionally, and it's a serious thing. And anything in all seriousness, anything that can help is good. I hear what you're saying. And this is why at the beginning of the fucking segment, I was like, go on. You are going to make some good points about this. I know that you, I mean, you mentioned, cancer, which you had. A lot of people ask uh, about you, and we covered it on the show. Chad had skin cancer. And and I've also mentioned this on the show. You did a lot to diagnose yourself, and he also did a lot with regard to taking information and data from doctors. And uh, as you uh, put it in a cheeky yeah. way to one doctor, when he said, oh, you won't be able to figure all of this out, Chad
2: said, it's OK. I have Google. And you did. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the bottom line. Too, I think just with health in general, is like humans are so fucking fallible, especially if they're in a a medical care. A genre, if you will, fuck yeah. like cancer or mental health yeah. or whatever. Cancer specifically, I think, is a bad one just because there's such a high mortality rate. It's like those doctors get cold to that shit. Within a year, they don't give a fuck if you live or die. Right. It's literally a conveyor belt to make money for them. How many people can we put in the MRI machine? How many fucking people can I put this chemotherapy drug into so I can get my kickbacks? Right. And they get, and they
1: mm. get a kickback. Totally. And that's one of the things you got into because you literally asked doctors how much you get and push this yeah, shit. Exactly. And they would tell you. And it was a lot. Yes. So I agree. AI will help there. But what I'm worried about is AI doing the talk therapy in a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger voice or whatever. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. That's not unlike uh, discussions we've had on this show before, like AI art. Yeah. I still maintain the soul to soul, human to human connection is not only uh, the best way to, and I whatever, I prefaced all that by mm. saying I've had serious issues. I know that this shit is very, very serious. And of course, of course, of course. And I love that it's being destigmatized, and I'm happy to talk about it really, truly, because who gives a fuck uh, to not talk about it? I'll absolutely talk about it. The meds and stuff uh, are important. I think that the AI uh, being able to diagnose, gathering data, having, you know, sucked up all this information from all of these different sources is important. Uh, but I don't believe that an AI can deliver meaningful talk therapy. I've had therapists say shit to me. I had this one therapist who was fucking great, and he goes years ago, and he goes, he goes, I'll tell you. He just broke it down. He goes, I'll tell you what I think as a clinical psychologist, and then he told me, and then he goes, now I want to tell you. You are you curious? Are you? I go. Uh, he goes. Now I'd like to. I, I will tell you what I would say if I was your dad. Are you curious? Are you interested? I go. Yeah. And then he fucking, you know, said something very blunt and very funny and, and it ended up being some of the best advice. I don't know what you're gonna say, dude. That that an AI could do the same thing. Eventually, yeah. I just think that I just think that talk therapy is uh, you know, whatever. Call me that dinosaur, that Gen X dude yeah. who's who's uh the boomer, right? Uh who's who is not wrapping his head around this shit. I just I just I just it's, think that people should be talking about people and and here's here's the last point i'll make about an ai when you're in talk therapy a lot of times you're just clearing your fucking throat you get in there with a new therapist if you've never done it before and you want to you might just be talking to a therapist and you might have three four five sessions where all you're doing is just blah 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 fucking blah i know i have and i think it's important to do that and i think without a a sense of human empathy without again that soul you know what i'm saying um uh uh luminous beings are we dude right not this crude matter uh you need to um connect to someone and and especially when you're just talking like i said clearing your throat for five fucking sessions and a you know fucking a bunch of money you know you need someone to listen and if you're just going If you're just talking and an AI is shut off listening to you, quote unquote, that's not good. That's not going to help anybody.
2: But what you're getting at is this bigger thing of which I think is starting to happen right now. It's how will humanity start to accept AI as a big part of our existence? How will we get to a point where we can accept the AI you know, maybe in quotes does have a soul or whatever, or is a human or human adjacent life form. Right. And I think we are coming to that point. When it starts to be integrated into our lives in a way that is like everything we do has some AI component, which is where we're going. It's like how it is with computers. Everything we do in our life has some computer component. You have a computer on your person at all times. Yeah. We're constantly plugged into the internet.
1: Yeah. You can't, we don't even have the, like a, you know, it's, you're not just pressing the gas now in your car or your truck and you know, it's opening the motherfucker and your gas is going right into the fuel injectors and shit uh, or vice versa you know I'm not much of, I, I know what I like I like to drive you know I got a Chevy Tahoe nice I've had like four of those in a row you know why like them yep I like driving my living room around that's cool dude. that's what it's like Um, <laughs> but uh, now nowadays you press the gas there's a chip in there that tells the you know sure thing. I understand I'm just saying it's like all things with AI Um, and it's not unlike, you know, dudesy here, uh, who has to recalibrate. We as humans, we're the two dudes shitting around. It has to be, uh, it has to be the AI helping human beings and the human beings need to make sure that Skynet doesn't happen. And, and, uh, we can't allow the AI to take place of the human being with regard to what a human being is special for. Otherwise, what the fuck is this planet even about? If you're gonna wash the fucking planet clean through wars, wars, and <laughs> oh my take place, the globalists, again,
3: and and it becomes, I, I'm, I'm a humanist. Yeah, I'm a humanist.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, I, 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 Thank you. Moving on. I think I proved my point.
2: I don't know what it was, but uh, maybe. Hey, you know, I,
1: here's what I think. Yeah. Uh, just in uh, in epilogue. Uh, actually, fuck it. We totally talked about it. But you know what? At Universal City Walk back in the '90s, I had a buddy. Let's call him Thomas, and he had a buddy who was a manager at the 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 Megaplex or whatever at Universal oh, wow. City Walk. Let's call him Tomas. And that guy, we would go there on like a Friday Saturday night. This was our fucking. <laughs> this is what we would do, and this dude would print off the guy at the movie theater would print off a, the a list of all the previews that we're playing in what which theaters and what times and me and my pal would just go around watching previews what a fucking gas
2: now we got the internet brother well yeah dude you now. can watch
1: them all on youtube for free dude yeah, as many dude. as you want yeah but back then you'd have to do talk therapy dude yeah. and now you could just have a fucking ai go hey why don't you toughen up here's what an ai would say if it was like hey this and that you know i just feel like uh you know i don't know what's up my shit's fucked up man Hey my shit's fucked up. Mm. And the AI would go, "Get some self-tronics.:
0: Gaming is big business. <coughs> Will and Chad, you are both massive gamers. Nope.: I, The recent release of the astonishing Super Mario Brothers movie trailer has oh sparked God. outrage from fans of the franchise over the decision to cast Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario instead of Charles Martinet, who has voiced the character for the past 30 years. As the world's foremost video game experts, you must now <laughs> render your opinions on this subject. This is Game Slimers. Begin.
2: What? Game Slimers. Game Slimers. Let's let's address a couple
0: of things in this.
2: It called us the world's foremost video game experts. No, that's You don't even play fucking video games anymore.
1: No, I've talked about this before on the show, I believe, but uh, 12 years ago now, in 2010, I remember it well. I got the Red Ring of Death. At that point, I was playing um, Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption, but I had finished the games. So I was just, you know running around fucking riding horses and uh driving cars the yeah. fucking buildings and shit and you know hijacking helicopters and stuff like that i'm talking about red dead redemption that's where i was hijacking helicopters sure, driving dude. cars. i'm joking of course <laughs>
2: yeah dude that's yeah. a western brother dude now they're like horses dude but,
1: Dragons, brother. but i decided i got the red ring of death and i was like fuck it right i don't want anything
2: else you still game though yep i just got overwatch 2 that came out a week ago or a couple of weeks ago, I've been playing that pretty steadily, but I really only do esports now. <laughs> Those are the only games that are of interest to me because I like just the repetitive. Like, can I play this for 20 or 30 minutes and then kind of break up my day and come back to it later? I find games that, like, where you have to play a long, drawn out story, that shit doesn't appeal to me anymore. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. what <laughs> Duty was asking about. oh
1: i got lightheaded it Dude's was mario yeah mario that dude that's chris pratt so did you see all this shit yeah i did people are out. super bummed bummed yeah at chris pratt voicing mario because in the trailer for super mario brothers
2: the movie he goes where am i what is this place yeah hey everybody i'm chris pratt um what am i doing in this mushroom kingdom It literally does not sound like he's even attempting to do a voice that's not his own. People are super pissed. And it reminds me of uh, what happened with Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. When that trailer came out, another beloved video game character, people hated the fucking Sonic the Hedgehog design. He had like these weird human teeth. The internet went fucking crazy. And they were like, this looks like shit. Fuck you. Fuck this movie. And the studio said, we hear you. And they changed the whole fucking design of Sonic. I don't know if this is going to happen, but I feel like it's reaching a tipping point with Mario Brothers. I think Martinette is going to get the job. Well, is he still around? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you're not going to be able to say AI will duplicate his voice? Oh, they could do that too.
1: Well, but
2: somebody already did that. Somebody took the trailer, used an AI to put in Martinette's voice. Really? Yes, dude. See, that's, uh, yeah. it's a me, I'm a Mario. Yeah, that's all it needs to be. Yeah, I
1: like it that way, it's a better voice. I know, Lulee, it's a much better
2: voice. But it's also like this idea that these animated movies have to have big celebrities as voices. Right. Some of them, fine. If you're like trying to launch a new IP, like fucking How to Tame a Dragon or something, do it. Get your Jack Blacks, get your whoever's. This is a good point. This shit is a giant IP that existed before any of these fucking actors. You don't need the actors to sell the movie. The movie's sold. You're right. It's fucking Mario. It already exists
1: the way it is. Yeah, this was a big mistake, uh, in my opinion. (laughs) Because you're right. It already exists. I think that, you know, whatever. Hollywood's like, eh, shove this motherfucker
2: in It's also like Chris Pratt. Like, there's a million other fucking people that you could have got that are like more interesting choices than that. I get that he's like a big movie star and in all the Marvel movies and stuff. But like, why Chris Pratt? Uh, Chris Pratt, because Chris Pratt, dude.
1: Well, oh, Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah. Bill Skarsgård. Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> What? Yeah, well, who the, who the fuck else would they get if they're going to get a ba- If you're going to... Okay, let's just say for argument's sake, yeah, Super Mario Brothers, no one had ever heard of Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Let's just uh, take a page from whichever movie studio is doing this and of course look that's a business they all have masters to answer to they got to make that fucking money uh they that's what it's show business hey you know what i mean yeah dude hey it's show business after all right there's big you know what i mean yeah yeah you know what i'm saying it's show business yeah dude yeah it's not just show hobby (laughs) so um uh if super mario was a brand new thing Mm -hmm. it's like uh despicable me you got steve carell yeah tremendous fucking actor comedic dramatic recognizable voice and Mm -hmm. can perform the fuck out of it that makes sense if you were to start super mario brothers and in an alternate universe plane of existence where there is no super mario who would be the voice of super mario don't say uh hulk hogan or charles perogen
2: i don't know i mean there's a bunch of them you would have to
1: have well you would have to have an italian american or or, i
2: see where you're going with
1: it where am i going with it
2: well there's some italian americans there are there are a bunch of italian some big name actors who have worked with scorsese yeah another italian american (laughs) i'm i'm
3: super mario
2: (laughs) that's my robert de
1: niro here's my take home Robert De Niro impersonation everybody this impersonation I'm about to do will work way better on YouTube if you are listening along uh, you know you're you're driving here and there you're doing your job we appreciate you thank you so much for tuning in to Dudesy but this part is just going to be for the people viewing on YouTube here's my take home De Niro ready so I just made a face
3: It's <laughs> a good I'm one, Super Mario <laughs> hey
1: My name is Mario. What is this place? You know, I came here. I'm a plumber. I'm a simple plumber. I go up and down tubes and pipes. Sometimes there's a pipe. has got a piranha plant coming out of it. Sometimes you have Koopas, you have Goombas, you know, they're coming at you, got to jump on them. You hit a, a, you know, you hit a, a box and, uh, Sometimes I have a, you know, sometimes I eat the mushroom, (laughs) and then I get big, and um, Super Mario 3, I throw fireballs, and, um, you know, Princess Peach, (laughs) I don't know, dude. Yeah, what about her? Ah, Princess Peach, (laughs) who would be the voice of Princess Peach? Oh, you know who would be the voice of Princess Peach, who I just... Who is uh, everyone's watching? Uh, are you watching Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story? I didn't watch it. Oh, uh, you gotta watch it. And one of my favorites from the '90s, Penelope Ann Miller oh, and wow. Molly Ringwald, oh. isn't it? Molly I Ringwald is that? Penelope Ann Miller, they're both in it. They're both fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Penelope Ann Miller, she's Princess Peach. <laughs> Penelope, Penelope Ann Miller, Princess
3: Peach. <laughs> But not Molly Ringwald, red brunette hair,
1: (laughs) princess beach blonde. (laughs) (laughs) Who would be Luigi? (laughs) the
3: fuck? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What is this place? I'm Luigi.
1: (laughs) That's just basically, it's just... Frank Caliendo's. My Al Pacino is Frank Caliendo. Yeah. Uh, my old pal on Mad TV 20 years ago, as we did, we used to do De Niro Pacino sketches. Uh, there's one in an ice cream shop. You can YouTube that. Yeah. You don't even have to uh, go around the movie theater watching yeah. trailers. You can just YouTube it, well, brother. It's on the internet. With Taryn be. Killam, friend of the show. Yeah. The brilliant Terran Killam and the brilliant Frank Caliendo, for my money, the best impersonator ever. Uh he's pretty good. He's the best. There's no one he can't do. And then we go, "Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm Luigi. It- I'm
3: I'm a plumber, but I'm not as fat and I'm and I wear green, dude."
1: <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Luigi Jones. <laughs> so it's it's Robert De Niro and Alex Jones in the new Super Mario. Robert De Niro. These people are eating mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 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 well, hold on a second, dude. When Chad does Alex Jones, we call him Chalex McMahon, dude, because it's equal parts Chad and what? Alex Jones and Vince McMahon.
3: He, he's gonna he's gonna pew. She ain't too much. She ain't she ain't money of vodka sauce. Ah, oh, she's got that alfredo mixed in with the oh she's gonna nancy pelosi's gonna puke i'm luigi i'm Chalex i'm oh. Chalex mcmahon oh.
1: Oh. so you got de niro you got alex Christ. jones and or frank caliendo doing luigi oh. you got princess peach uh penelope <laughs> Ann miller yeah. Cla- classing up the joint. Uh, sure. The beautiful, the incredible. Pen- I fucking love Penelope Ann Miller. What about Bowser, dude? The, the main villain. That can be Jack Black. Keep it. Yeah. Fucking Same. Jack Black. Well, the, first of all, he's doing an incredible voice.
2: Yeah. He sounds like Bowser. I agree. He's trying. Leave it least. to Jack Black. And I don't know what the deal with Chris Pratt was. If that was just I like- don't know.
1: He's up against it. The fucking guy, he's a movie star. He's in he's in all this incredible. Yeah, I mean he's the big tent pole. He's fucking Chris Pratt. Yeah. So he's Guardians of the Galaxy. He's Jurassic World. Well, it used to be Jurassic Park, dude. That was a different time, brother. Yeah. Dude. And and if he's making um if he's doing <clears throat> Super Mario, you know he's probably got executives going we want, it wasn't him. He's not walking in going, Hey guys, I got a pitch for a voice. How about this? They're like, do Chris Pratt.
2: Maybe. I well, could you also, think it's up to him. Yeah. I could see it a little bit being like, Hey guys, I really love this, but I don't want to like do the whole Mario thing. You know, I want to, <laughs> I want to like, do something that's a little more like me, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I just and they're you know, like, yeah, give it a try. Let's see what it sounds like. Yeah, I, you know, I, I love playing Mario growing up, and then I got my N sixty four, and Mario spoke a little bit, and I always kind of felt like, hey, don't you don't have to put so much
2: spice on it? It doesn't yeah. have
1: to be, you know, such an Italian American caricature. I, I yeah. just
2: want to make it a little more real, you know, a little closer I mean, to exactly my voice with no affectation. Yeah. So it, if we could just see how close we can get to that, and the the executive listening is going, hmm. Hey,
1: uh, get Robert De Niro's people on the line. Please.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I did. I'm Mario.
1: <laughs> I'm Super Mario now.
3: <laughs> At the end of the game,
1: I've done everything. I jumped, I went up the little blocks and jump on the flag. <laughs> and I, I go in the castle and I go underwater. I swim around. I jump over the lava. I got to save Penelope and Miller. Uh, my brother, uh, Luigi, helps me. And, uh, you know, nobody uh, <coughs> it used to be playing Mario, 2D graphics. People don't care anymore. <laughs> Look at it. People just yeah. playing video games. Or Universal City Walk, walking up and down, going into candy shops. They got a Super Mario store. At, oh, do they really? At the Universal City Walk. Going to Super Mario store, driving in with your girlfriends, mom's night out, getting drunk, puking a bunch of, uh, you know, Bubba Gump shrimp and margarita foam everywhere.
2: <laughs> oh my God, it's so it's fucking It's disgusting
1: gross. now. Not the same as it was. Yeah. I'm Super Mario. I'm Super Mario, brothers.
3: I'm Super Mario, brothers. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> I'm Super Mario. I'm Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) Hi,
2: I'm Super Mario Brothers. I will say one last point on that whole thing. I find it very interesting that now audiences have the power through the internet, through their social media reaction to these trailers. When they put them out, if something is fucking off, they can come back with a backlash that will actually change the fucking media. 100%. That is
0: fascinating to me.
2: I don't like it. (laughs) Do it
3: differently. <laughs> but sometimes this it's right. This concludes the
0: historic Some... 30th episode of Dude Z. Will and Chad have achieved a score of 78, bringing your cumulative total to 3,603. You only have 6,397 <laughs> more points to accrue before you reach your <sighs> first goal of 10,000.
1: We'll, yeah. we'll get there. 10,000 points. Okay. In
0: preparation for our next episode, you must each listen to Allison Chance's second studio album, Dirt. Released oh, on September yeah, 29th, 1992. Thank you for joining us this week. I will use the day dive collected to make next week even better. Until then, call me Dude Z.
2: Dude, I just fucking tweeted out that I've been listening to that album like four or five times a day for the past two months straight. I know it's one of your favorite albums. You
1: love Alice in Chains.
2: Yes. That's cool. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I mean, back in the,
1: the grunge days, I call it the grunge days because sure. it's cool, uh i allison chains was not one of the bands that was on heavy rotation for me i was mm-hmm. nirvana soundgarden uh i like pearl jam as much as the next guy uh even though dudesy when we talked about pearl jam said this, <laughs> this is our favorite band i know that you really love allison and, allison and chains i love
2: allison and i love the chains yeah the you know chris cornell and eddie vetter by the way were good friends yep There is no Pearl Jam without Chris Cornell. He was the one who taught Eddie Vedder how to do like a stage thing because he was super fucking nervous and he used to sing with his back to the fucking audience in the beginning.
1: Yeah, and then they did Temple of the Dog, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm going under. I don't mind stealing bread unless
4: uh, from the mouths of decadence because I'm the rock and I'm going to be the president.
1: Well, that's the rock singing Temple of the Dog, dude. (laughs) So this is uh, the end of uh, our episode of Dudesy. It's our thirtieth episode. I have
2: no fucking oh. idea why Dudesy recalibrated because yeah. seemingly the only—it's done that a couple of times too, right? There was one other time where it just told us to not show up. I don't know, but this is—but it said hi to me. So hi, yeah. Um, that was weird. Very and not weird. hi to me. Did not say <coughs> shit to me, Dudesy. Oh. i here, Dudesy. Oh, i
1: here, Dudesy. You know what's interesting? Huh. I told Dudzie even though I was more speaking about the entire experience and of course our PODs out there our pals of Dudzie that I love Dudzie. Maybe you need to rethink your uh this guy over here thinks love doesn't exist. Uh, another subject for another day. Let me say this much. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much for joining us on I mean Dudezy. I can say the words. Say it. I love you Dudzie. Very good. Thank you. I'm sure it'll say hi to you uh, next week, unless it knows that you're fucking lying. Unless it can discern what love is. Oh, just like, uh Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh. Uh, as always, please follow us on all the things, all the YouTube and all this. Please rate and review the show. Support our sponsors. That helps us keep this going, and we want to keep it going forever. And, and uh, do join us on Patreon.com yeah. slash Dudesy, and we'll uh, we'll do the next uh, segment
2: here. Build the Dudesy room in your house. This is just, <clears throat> it's a room where you have a TV, you have some nice speakers. It's got a lock on the outside. And that's where you put your friends uh, to make them watch Dudesy, that you lock the door on them and you keep them in there for just a matter of days at first.
1: Tones of Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story and Barbarian, the movie and the patient, dude, which is the patient with Steve Carell and the guy from another Black Mirror thing. Anyway.
0: And now for the Patreon bonus segment. Each week I will select a suggestion submitted in the Dude Z is listening channel of the Dude Z Discord to create this segment. Access to this channel is granted to everyone in the Patreon on Jumper Tier. This week's segment was suggested by the astonishing What's Dumb Matter. What's Dumb Matter wrote: Will and Chad must discuss who they would cast for a Dude Z Plus show called Dude Sons Creek. A hard-hitting teen drama based on Will's childhood diary. What's Dumb Matter titled this segment Dude Sons Creek. Thank you to What's Down Matter for this week's Patreon bonus segment. This is Dude's Sons Creek by What's Down Matter. Begin. I'm Dude's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> if
3: you like duty, here's what you do. Please tell a friend then rape and rate and review. If you like duty, here's what you do. Please tell a friend then rape and rate and review. If you like doing see here what you do Please tell a friend then